Running the option on first down. Hagan has it. He has Rome. He's got one man to beat. Now he pitches to Flanagan, and he may take it all the way. Flanagan's in for the touchdown. McKinley Wright from the logo. Got it. Oh, McKinley Wright. Welcome in to the DNVR Buffs podcast presented by Manscaped. I'm Henry Chisholm, and um, this is going to be a little bit shorter show probably, but there are some important things that I wanted to talk about. Um, And it's kind of stuff that we've covered before, but I just want to get one place where we can go through what to expect from the Pac-12's decision um, that, that they'll be releasing about fall sports. They say by July 31st. I can't remember who reported that, but that's... I, I don't think they've said that publicly, but that's what people's sources are saying, and uh, that's about 10 days away. And since we don't really know what to expect or when to expect, well, we, we have at least some hints, and that's what I want to go through today um, and just kind of have this out of the way so we all know what exactly is going on, what the issues are, and then we can move on when we hear what we're moving on to. Okay, Uh, Manscaped. Manscaped is an incredible company um, because now manscaping accidents are a thing of the past. Uh, The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed to reduce painful nicks and tugs. This is their third generation of the trimmer, and it features advanced skin safe technology so you can keep your bad boys nice and smooth uh the battery lasts up to 90 minutes uh you just seriously need to try it so that you can see what we're all talking about uh you can do that by buying the perfect package 3.0 from manscaped.com it is uh the best deal plus you can throw on uh the code dnvr20 to save 20 percent and get free shipping so do that uh, get 20% off and free shipping with the code DMVR20 at manscaped.com. Uh, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code DMVR20. Your balls will thank you. So, like I said, there's going to be some news that comes out of the Pac-12 sometime in the next 10 days. And we aren't going to know it's coming. And so I think it's important that we have this conversation about what to expect and uh kind of being realistic there so let's start here that news is going to be the pac-12's plan for this fall they could say we're we're doing what we said we're not playing on conference games and here's what that's going to look like um that means you know maybe they throw in a 10th conference game or an 11th football conference game so you're playing the entire conference maybe they keep only the nine uh, that are currently on team schedules, and they just play them as the schedule sits with uh, Oregon, October, or 
let's see, September 26th and playing from there. Um, they could keep the same nine games or even cut it down from that number and start those games uh, the beginning of September so that you can add some bye weeks. Or maybe they just want a few empty weeks at the end to make up games then for teams that weren't able to get games in. So, so those are the types of things that we will be learning when this release does come out. Um, because, like, that, that there is no non-conference game. That was not their last kind of public statement. So, yesterday, Monday, the Pac-12 released a statement about the Pac-12 media days. So, those were supposed to be all virtual July 29th through the 31st. Um, essentially, you get... Let's say that's three days. So you would get two teams every morning and two teams at night. And so it would be the same thing where it's a coach and an offensive player and a defensive player. And you just kind of go through that cycle. You get through four a day over the course of three days. It's all over Zoom. Um, but like I said, they postponed those and they haven't said what the new date is. And again, this is all kind of pending what they decide likely um, so that they can talk about the season so that they can answer questions like, well, now that the structure is whatever this structure is, who does that benefit? Or do you like it? Um, what's your strategy knowing that you have a new bye week after every two games, if that's the case. Um, and, and because that is our one chance to really ask everybody in the conference, whatever it is we want to ask them, it just makes sense to push that until after we actually know what the structure of the season will be. Um, so again, the fact that that was scheduled for July 29th through the 31st, I don't know. I, I don't think you can read too much into it being pushed back, but there is the real chance that they do wait all the way until the 31st to, to make their decision or to announce their decision. In terms of the timing um, I know that, so it was the Friday before last that they decided there would be no non-conference games for fall sports. Um, so they, they had that meeting Friday morning. Uh, the news got out Friday afternoon. So, you know, I, I was thinking like maybe there's something to them meeting on Fridays, trying to get those decisions out on the weekend because then we met with Rick George on the Monday after, gives everybody a couple days to like digest things. And then go into that with questions. But I really, I don't know if that's the case. You know, uh, it, it, the 31st is next Friday. And oh, I'd love that I can click on my calendar and see Padres at Rockies. Ah, there's there's going to be baseball. But, um, you know, th that is kind of where I see it um, happening. But, again, we just don't really know. Um I do want to talk through what's going on around all of the other parts of college football outside of the Pac-12 um, because it's kind of chaos and it can be kind of tough to remember what's happening where. So here's what I'll say. If you're wondering where all the conferences stand, your best bet is to go to the Reddit college or like the college football subreddits Twitter account tweets out this graphic where they're like keeping track of every conference um, from FBS to FCS to D2 through NIIA. Um, and then what's going on? Have they canceled football? Is it the same? Have they changed it in some way? 
Um, and so that's just a really quick way to visualize what's going on. That's what I've been going back to when I've needed to. Um, and that's where I'm taking information from. Uh, again, that's my recommendation if you need to be caught up. But um, basically, let's just start with the FBS. It's still just the Big Ten and the Pac-12 that have announced non-conference games won't be played. Um, and, and that's the only adjustment that any of the conferences have had. The other three Power Five conferences, uh, the five group of five conferences, that's it. Um, and that's, well, we can get into that more in a second, but I do want to get through this. FCS, um, let's just say eight conferences haven't announced any changes. Five conferences have canceled fall football altogether, and there hasn't been anything in between. So that's where that one stands. Um, five not playing, eight playing. Um, I don't think D2 any of that really matters all that much to us. Um, but we can say it's uh, about the same proportions as the FCS. Um, so, so that's kind of what's going on everywhere else. And it really will be important to follow the news as we go through these next 10 days and get ready for this announcement. Um because I don't think the Pac-12's decision is overly reliant on what the other conferences are doing, but you have to expect that they will be looking at what's going on other places and trying to, you know, use that just to make sure they aren't totally off base. You know, every conference is working within itself to make its own plan, to find its own way that uh, football can happen this fall but again you are aware of what's going on around you and you know what if it comes down to it and the sec saying like hey you guys all think you need to cancel this we can just go on without you and play our games because we think we have the protocols in place and and they may actually have the right protocols in place who knows B but that is something that's very much on the table but watching this shift over the next 10 days or so as we'll learn more about the other power five conferences as well i'm sure it'll be important um but yeah i mean in terms of what's good and bad it's the same as kind of what's good and bad for the rest of the country um outside of what's going on in football you know hopefully test number or not the test numbers hopefully the coronavirus cases drop and there aren't a whole bunch of new cases and it's looking like things are trending up and maybe we are at some sort of ridge on the curve where it's about to start falling down again um and and those are the signs that you really want to see um at this point there is room for that change but if we get through the next five or six or seven days and when there isn't much of a change, you know, we are really coming close to the end where they need to be able to sit down um, in their Zoom meeting and point to a graph that says, hey, this looks like we can get better. We can justify playing. Um, and if it's just a three-day downswing, it might not be enough to sell people on that. Um you know, I haven't put percentages on this in a while. That's something we used to do on the podcast um, early on in this. I just remembered. Um, I will say that if if you were to give me, like, even odds on both sides, um, would I say they do it or whether there is college football in the Pac-12 or whether there isn't, I would have a really tough time picking a side. Uh, that's right about where I fall. I think I might – 
lean toward there being football at this point, or at least toward things being good enough that when this announcement does come at the end of July, they still think that they can make it work. And maybe it's like a late um, change, you know, something at the end of August where they say, okay, we, we said that we were going to do this, but we also knew that there was a chance that things wouldn't be where they need to be, but we thought it was close enough. We had to give it a try. And now we're going to try for the spring. If you, if you give that option as part of the, yes, they will say that there will be college football in this big announcement that's coming in 10 days or so, then I would, I would say that's the side I'd take. If that's like the, the least committal answer, uh, I've ever given on this podcast. Uh, but yeah, there's that. Uh, there are two other quick things we want to get to. But first, I want to tell you about Breckenridge Brewery. Breckenridge is the best. Uh, they make really good beers. I was drinking them in Montana because I knew you can use the Breckenridge Beer Locator on the Breckenridge Brewery website, and it would tell me where I can go to get all those beers. It's a good deal. Um, and you guys should be taking advantage of that as well. You can... Pick their stuff up at uh, Davidson's Beer Wine Spirits down south of Denver or at pretty much any grocery store, liquor store, wherever you are. Um, again, great beers, great people. Uh, if you're looking for food, you can go to the farmhouse down in Littleton. That's on the Breckenridge Brewery campus. Great food, uh, great beer, of course. And uh, if you want curbside pickup or delivery, then you can use the code DNVR to get $5 off your meal. MSU Denver Online puts a dynamic education at your fingertips without forcing you to decide between earning a degree and living your life. MSU Denver is the Colorado institution providing rigorous and affordable online programs taught by professors who bring the real world into the classroom. MSU Denver graduates use their relevant degrees to land coveted jobs. Some of our very own members at DMVR are taking MSU Denver Online classes this summer. Um, Allie and Harrison are checking it out for us and uh they've been having a blast if if you guys have any questions then you guys can dm them or talk to them through the member discord the dmvr lounge that's set up um and and they will would love to tell you what it's been like and uh why they would recommend it uh they believe in value without compromise it's an excellent education at a great price. The professors actually care about you. That's something that Harrison has just hammered home with us. And the best part is that the whole thing is formatted to fit your life. Um, whether you're taking a gap year, you're going to take a gap year, and now you're just looking for something to do to make sure that you aren't sitting around. Well, there's an option. You can just take a couple of classes or you could take a bunch of classes if that's what you wanted to do. Again, it's all just tailored to fit into your life. You're not supposed to have to change a bunch of things to go back to school. Um, and a lot of people have been very happy um, with their education at MSU Denver Online for that exact reason. You can go to msudenver.com slash online to check out all of their, what, 700 plus course offerings that are all online. Um, they're uh, 40 plus uh, programs. They'll get you a degree um, that are online as well. So just again, just go check them out.
Okay. Um, before we get into the DraftKings pick of the week, which we're doing early this week, I want to talk about what's going on in the NFL and how it impacts some of the uh, forever buffs is what they're called. Um, especially these guys who just left CU and are now headed to the NFL guys like, you know, LaVisca Chenault or Davion Taylor or Delrick Abrams, who's down there with the Falcons. Um, because we're starting to see what this NFL training camp setup is going to look like. Um, you know, it's been in the last couple of days that they've kind of agreed on most of the key points on what's going to happen. And uh, let's let's start with this. The biggest point is that the NFL has offered to not play preseason games um, because the players don't want to, obviously, because it's more likely to get them sick, more likely to get them hurt. But, you know, I should say that there is some contention, and I wasn't quite sure how to word that. It's not necessarily that the NFL has offered this. As, you know, that the, the players are saying, you know, this is just what needs to be done. That's just one of the things we need to do. Like, let's not look at this like a negotiation where you're, like, offering things and we'll, like, cave in over here. It's just like, so so maybe that wording was wrong. But with no preseason games, that really hurts a lot of the guys uh, who were just at CU, um, whether it's the obvious ones, you know, Delrick Abrams, like I mentioned, or Tony Brown up with the Browns, Steven Montez, even with the Redskins, you know, not having those preseason games. Those are the opportunities to actually go do something, you know, you can play well in practice and that will always be worth a lot. And and in the NFL, how you perform during the training camp practices is probably like 75% of it. While how you perform in the actual games is like 25% of it. And there is that weight toward what you do in practice, but going out there and actually doing it on field, doing it against competition, being able to see, okay, then a totally normal game environment. What is this guy capable of? That is a very important part of proving yourself, um, whether that's for those guys that I just mentioned, like Tony Brown and Delrick Abrams, who are trying to make the roster, or whether it's for guys like Davion Taylor or even LaVisca Chenault, who may have roles that they are expected to fill on the field this season. Um, Visca definitely does. Davion, you know just because of the type of prospect he is with all of his tools and maybe being a little bit unpolished still, uh, you don't know for sure whether the Ra or the Eagles drafted him because they thought he was going to be able to contribute this year or whether it was because they thought they could turn him into a contributor down the road. Whatever the case may be, his odds of being able to have a real role in this defense, um, it... It takes a pretty significant hit because he isn't able to prove anything on the field. You know, it's really hard for a coach to say we don't know much about you, but we can put you on a field on a, in a regular season game and find out. Coaches need to have more confidence in their players than that for things to work right. That's just kind of asking for problems because occasionally you're going to get guys who aren't ready. That's kind of where Davion may be. And losing these preseason games, losing his chance to go out there and just execute his assignments for 20 or 30 snaps a couple of times, 
that may be the difference for a guy like him between having a role and not having a role in the defense, at least early in his career. For a guy like Visca, you you expect him to be seeing the field quite a bit. Um, he's not a guy who... I, I mean, things would have to go pretty poorly, and we'll just knock on wood for whatever that means, for Visca to not be a, a pretty significant piece of this offense this year. But it would have been nice to have a little test run for him to get his feet wet so he isn't just thrown into the fire week one. He's probably least impacted by this out of everybody. You know, Arlington Hambright, you know, all of those guys are in this tougher spot because you don't have those games. The other thing is teams could decide that they don't want to bring that full 90-man offseason roster in. And that's something that, again, we should just be prepared for because that's what this podcast is, is like, okay, reset. What are we looking for? What's the news that's coming? And that could be one of those pieces. And it's just good to get this conversation out of the way about it's too bad that Tony Brown or whoever could be in a situation where they could not even get a chance because teams don't want to bring in 90 players because they know that they're 10 or 12 or 15 undrafted rookies. Maybe one of them makes the roster. For a lot of teams, none of them will. It might not be worth the risk in their mind to bring all those guys into camp, those guys who could be getting the virus or whatever. They're making it harder to social distance. You know, you're just bringing in more variables in a situation where sports leagues are trying to cut down on variables. It would suck, but that's on the table. Also on the table, though, is having larger practice squads during the season because of the inability to evaluate players during training camp and during preseason. And because, I mean, it could be because the NFL wants to give all these guys the shot that they deserve. It could be because they want to give their teams the chance to find the talent that they typically find. Um, Either way, it doesn't really matter. If it happens, it's good for the players. And again, that could happen. Or they could say, why are we bringing more people in here when we're already trying to cut down on the number of people in here. Um, so that's kind of what's going on there as well. We'll be following along, rooting for all those guys. And we're going to start hearing camp reports here pretty soon. Um, by the end of the month, I believe every team will be in training camp. And we'll, of course, be following along. It'll be easy to follow along with Visca. We'll be hearing from the reporters every day that he's making crazy plays. But also Tony Brown and Delrick Abrams and seeing who's flashing. That'll be a lot of fun as well. Um, before we finish this off with the DraftKings pick of the week, uh, we're talking about baseball, which is going to be some fun. I do want to tell you guys about WGT. So World Golf Tour is the most popular golf app or golf golf game in the world you know it, it comes on your phone and so many people have it downloaded uh i should pull up that number but it is just so realistic and you know the last weekend the the tournament was like the the heater and it was something clever about like hot greens or something like that but the point was it is just such a well-put-together game. And that's one of those things that 
sometimes when you're getting frustrated by it or when you're playing really well, you kind of forget that this is just so balanced because you do wind up on both sides of that coin. You know, you go play nine holes in the DNVR tournament, um, which is a lot of fun. And the first three or four, you're like, oh, this is going so great. Like I'm knocking in or, or you know, I'm, I'm getting close to knocking in some birdie putts. I'm making everything happen. And then you put one in the water because you do something dumb. And it's just like golf. It takes like those nine holes of just focus. And then you shoot like, I think the 34 won it. Somebody was two under par. It's it's a lot of fun. And it's addictive in the same way golf is addictive. But it doesn't take nearly as much commitment. You know, if, if you just want to do what a lot of us uh, who are DNVR people are doing, you play those tournaments every weekend. And then maybe you jump on once a week and like, try to get better you know I, I always play like a few holes right before the tournament and then i try to play at some point during the week too um and you can do that or if you really like it you can play it a lot more than that obviously too but again it's just such a well put together game and it's the official gaming partner of dnvr and it i don't know it's it's the most realistic free golf game it has more than 20 million players you can play it wherever you are they have really cool courses like Pebble Beach and St. Andrews and Bandon Dunes and Wolf Creek and Beth Page Black, like the coolest courses, the ones that you would want to go play. Um, and again, you can go to dmvrgolf.com to download WGT Golf and then join the DMVR Clubhouse, the DMVR Clubhouse 2.0, where we have the tournaments. Um, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Okay, time now for the DraftKings Pick of the Week. And I knew that I wanted to talk about baseball, but I spent like yesterday trying to figure out what exactly I would say to do about these baseball games. Um, and so here's the deal. So the MLB comes back on Thursday. Um, that's like the new opening day, July 20, 23rd. It's going to be uh, a lot of fun. The thing is, again... It's tough to figure out where to go. So so you could bet on those games. I honestly don't have any strong feelings when I see them. You know, it's Yankees and Nationals. It's Giants and Dodgers. You know, the Dodgers are going to beat the Giants, but they're minus 295. The Yankees, only minus 141. Could be decent value with Garrett Cole. Except that Nationals have, like, Max Serger and... I, I don't know. Baseball is just not something that I typically bet on on a game-to-game basis. But here's what I would say. When you look through these team futures, you see the World Series odds where the Dodgers are the favorites at plus 375. Then you have the Yankees at plus 400. Then you have the Astros at plus 800. And then things fall off a bit with the Braves at 13 and the Twins at 16. (sighs) Let me just talk you through this debate I was having. So, it did seem like, you know, with a 60-game season, this would be an opportunity to maybe jump on an underdog. You know, somebody like the Milwaukee Brewers, who have a whole bunch of really good players, and you could see them getting hot, and they've been in the playoffs the last few years. You know, they have a lot of things going for them, and they're plus 3,500 to win it. That puts them pretty close to the middle of the pack, just ahead of the middle of the pack, probably. Maybe not. That might be, like, 15. But... That just feels like a shot in the dark to me. Here's where I wound up. And I really hate to do this because I hate the Dodgers. But 
the Dodgers to win the National League, I think, makes a lot of sense. It's only a plus 170, and so you are taking like a 1 in 15 chance in terms of picking a team for only plus 170 odds. But there's a reason that they're heavily favored. And I think that when you get down to it, you're going to be in a pretty good position late in this season no matter what. Um, if you take the Dodgers, they will be around. There is no chance that you're just out of it. And that's something that's really big for me when I bet because I have a tendency to go after things that I think will happen, like the Brewers, where I'll say, hey, I might just sprinkle something on there because I, I think that that's a team that isn't getting the respect it deserves. But even if that's the case, even if it deserved more respect, there's a very real chance that, what, halfway through you're seeing them slip out behind the rest of the group and then three quarters of the way through you're like oh well this is too bad and and that's something that I've realized that I need to avoid and that's something I need to spend more time thinking about it's almost like that uh the thing that coaches say where it, it's like you should be doing the thing that the other team doesn't want you to do you know if if you're down one late, you just scored a touchdown, and you're trying to decide whether to kick the extra point or go for two, you should kind of think like, huh, what does that other coach want? We should probably do the opposite of what he wants because sometimes it's kind of hard to like weigh all those things just from looking at from this one point of view. Flipping it up can help where it's if you're thinking the other coach is going to be thinking like, hmm, I hope that they just kick this extra point and then we just stay alive and we keep it going, then maybe you do go for two. And I guess – I really like that conversation more when it's about like fourth down conversions and what scares the other team and that kind of stuff. But that's something that I've been trying to apply more because I've realized that I'm not doing enough of it in my betting. This is one where the Dodgers are going to be in it. I think that they're the best team in the MLB. You look at the teams who you could make arguments are better, the Yankees, the Astros. Well, guess what? They're both in the AL. So don't worry about those World Series odds with the Dodgers. I mean, if you want to throw something on there, you do you. The playoff history, all that kind of stuff would kind of push me away from it. But I would say to win the National League, that's a pretty good bet. Um, then to, to win the NL West, I think that they're essentially a lock. So does the book. They're minus 715. Just doesn't seem worth it to me. Uh, the other Dodgers, and I hate, I hate that I'm saying to bet on the Dodgers. They're minus 2,000 to, to make the playoffs. Don't love that. Here is a fun one. The Rockies plus 800 to make the playoffs. Plus 800. That's great value. And I do think that it's less than 50-50 that it happens. And who maybe it is less than 25%. This would be saying that it's less than like 12.5%, which I don't think is the case so again when you're saying i think there's a 20 25 chance that they make the playoffs this has them at plus 800 that's good value but just because you're identifying good value doesn't necessarily you're going to uh doesn't necessarily mean you're going to make money there so that's kind of what i would be thinking um going into these bets if, if i were to give you one piece of advice it'd be take the dodgers to win the nl maybe say uh take the Rockies to make the playoffs, especially because they'll be fun to watch. And I feel like I need to counteract the things that I said about the Dodgers because I really do not like them. Um, that's the DraftKings pick of the week uh, presented, well, by DraftKings. Now is the time to download the top rated uh, DraftKings Sportsbook app. It is the top rated sportsbook 
in all of the United States. It's the official betting partner of DNVR. And again, sports are back. Baseball starts on Thursday. The Rockies play their first game on Friday. Uh, then next week we get the Nuggets and the Avalanche with the NHL and the NBA. That's going to be a lot of fun. You know, even tomorrow, Bull Bull is going to be playing in a scrimmage that I think we're going to be able to watch somehow, but that's Wednesday for the Nuggets, their first scrimmage in the bubble, I believe, against Orlando. <sighs> it's going to be so much fun. They only have nine guys who are available for that scrimmage, and we're getting to the point where it's kind of scary that they don't have a full roster. Uh, but the good news is Bull Bull has been tearing up practice, and like all the reporters have been saying, like you know, we were talking about this, me and some source, but also I, he wanted me to throw out there just how great Bull Bull is and how talented he is. And that's been the case. Or like they'll they'll be talking to Mason Plumlee and they'll be like, yeah, so what's up with Bull Bull? And he'll just be like, oh, there's nothing like it. We've never seen anything like it. Yesterday, Will Barton just unprompted puts on his Instagram story like, buy Bull Bull stock right now before it skyrockets. And then like posts another one where it's like, he's just something different. So all of this hype is going on. Meanwhile, there are like videos of coming out where it's like, him dunking on somebody, but with those long arms, he's seven foot two with like a seven foot seven wingspan. And he's already like one of the Nuggets best shooters. He's been playing a lot at the three. This guy is a, a freak athlete, um, a freak basketball player. And it is so cool. But again, like he'll like dunk a ball and he'll be like coming down for the dunk. It'll be like three quarters of the way up the backboard. It's insane. Like the screenshots that people have taken, but it is so cool. It is so cool. That's coming back. The abs give you even more reasons to be hyped than the nuggets because they're actually going to be in the hunt for the Stanley cup. Um, which I mean, the nuggets are very much in like the race for the finals as well, but basketball has a tendency to go more chalk and that favors a team like the Lakers or the Clippers. But again, Nuggets are right in there too. I'm so excited for those. I'm so excited for the Rockies too because they have a chance to be, you know, development for young teams isn't linear. They took a pretty big step back last year. It was a frustrating step back. It was a step back that honestly has caused me to be less excited about that team than I was before last year when I did think that they were just about to turn the corner and do something big, but they still have so much talent and these young kids have had another year of experience and now they just get this fresh start. You know, things got ugly last year and they weren't able to come back from it the way that you'd hope. Again, it's a young team. So they'll be exciting to watch too, especially if they can get a couple wins here and, and get off to a good start because when it's only a 60 game season, if you start seven and three, eight and two, you're already a significant portion of the way to the playoffs. And so this beginning of baseball will mean more than it ever has. Before the before this year, it's like the beginning of baseball is all about us finally being able to go outside. It's like, oh, isn't it nice to be back in the park? And like all of this kind of thing. No, now it's, whoa, these guys need to win and they need to start getting these wins fast. And so this fast start for baseball is going to be a lot of fun too. Um, again, download the DOP rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code DNVR when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code DNVR to get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. 
think they like my Colorado swag. Cause when I'm in that black, I don't really, I don't really know just how to act. And when I'm in it go, you know I'm acting bad. Holly get a bus with my Colorado swag. My Colorado swag, my Colorado swag. I think they like, I think they like my Colorado swag. My Colorado swag, my Colorado swag. Man, I swear, I think they like my Colorado swag. My Colorado swag. Colorado swag, man, I swear I think they like my Colorado swag. 